Oh yeah, that's a nice one. Oh, that was a splashy one. You're not even drinking. You're drinking soda, Hayden. No, no, it's because I for net. Oh, you're making a drink. Ah, you're making a drink in the closet. Well, it felt weird to make it outside of the closet and then take it into the closet. I like how you're like, I need something to crack, so I'm gonna have a a Coca Cola. (laughs) I I drink like a fourth of the Coke and pour the rest out, but it's worth the snap. So I gotta say, Fernet and Coke is one of the most underrated drinks ever made, and I love it so much. Every, every single time I've tried to get someone to try it, besides like you two, they they just hate it. What? Why? They don't see the beauty in the drink. It's the so bitter good. with the sweet. It's so good. Also, like I just I can't do it. Yeah, it's really good. And also, the Fernet drunk is a great drunk. It's like it's a very mellow drunk. And I it don't is. think I've ever been hungover on Fernet. I think it like you know. It, it does. I think the most dangerous part is the Coca-Cola because that is just a sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dehydrated. Terrible for you. Yeah. Yeah. And the health factor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, though. I like to drink it. It's my bar drink now. So if I go to like a shitty bar, I'll, I'll order Fernet and Coke. And usually I get some respect from the bartenders. They're like, nice. Like, that's oh, a bartender yeah. drink. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried the minty Fernet? I have. We we tried it together. Don't you That's remember? right. Hayden was there too. Yeah. Oh, I can't do Fernet straight. Do you drink Fernet on the rocks? Yeah. Sometimes. It's delicious. Really? Yeah. <laughs> In That's the closet. The kid, That's what the kids <laughs> are looking for. Sprays everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I changed my mind about our, our cover art theory or ideas. Okay. okay. It should just be the two of you in a closet with bottles of Fernet, like peering <laughs> out. And I'll have a white claw and be sitting at a desk. This is also great, Kara. If you're listening, this is uh, this is what we need. Have you shared this with Kara? I need to do that. You know, I haven't. I'm just starting to share it to some of my friends. Courtney's now listened to all of them, and I thought they were really good. Wow. Ellie liked them. Yeah, it's a short list, but I mean, but hey, that's how it starts, man. That's Colleen. One person starts... leads to two people, which leads to four people. Oh shit! To leads to people. more bots. More bots, <laughs> and then we get a shitload of bots from like <laughs> Russia. This is what we should talk about. Like, how can we get free bots? How can we game the algorithm to have them listen to our podcast? Well, let me ask you this. What is the value of having (laughs) bots and increasing your listening numbers if you're so small that you need to increase your listening numbers? It's all a scam, man. It's all a pyramid scam. Because what what do you get? Because no one is going to sponsor you. Like, no one is going to sponsor you with less than i want to say like probably like ten thousand people listening regularly i can believe it i was i was talking to one of my friends and he listened to a podcast he recommended to me of course i didn't listen have time slash forgot but they were talking about how typically ad companies or like companies that want to sponsor your podcast on average it'll be twenty dollars per ad per thousand listeners so you have to get a thousand listeners just to get twenty dollars. So be... I'm like, what's the point of inflating <laughs> your numbers if like you don't? You're what? You're gonna get twenty bucks? You probably paid several hundred for the bots. Yeah, the thing is, it's, it. it's never been easier to make a bot. Like the three oh, of yeah. us could like easily set up our systems to run a bunch of bots. Like it wouldn't be that hard now with like VMs. And then you have like now you just have people that have bots and they're like, who do I sell them to? And so they're just, like, making this inflated market of bots and being like, I'll sell them to you. Like, one of our fi- mm. followers on SoundCloud is a, 
uh, like, give me money to give you bots thing. That's, like, his picture. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's our number one follower, really. I bet you they listen to every episode. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, please. I I welcome them. (laughs) I hope they enjoy it. Oh, Andrew, I feel like you right now. I opened my drink, and I got stuff all over my life. Oh, welcome to the world, dude. Welcome to the world of cracking carbonated beverages in front of your expensive computer systems. Which I do too often. My dress pants behind me are just going to be covered with various bits of beer and stuff. <laughs> man. Oh boy, that's good. All right, what are the segments? Do we do we have new segments? Uh, and, and oh, can um... I can I do a Harry Potter update? Okay, so Harry Potter update. I haven't started. And it's not because I haven't thought about it. It's not because I forgot. I'm literally just a piece of shit. And every time I think about it, I just say, maybe next time. Maybe. I think this should be a I, reoccurring okay, so Part of me, part of me wants to do the audiobook, and the other part of me is leaning towards actually getting physical copies. I think I should just do the audiobook. I'll actually do it. Yeah. If do, I do the audiobook. Do the audiobook. I was kind of looking forward to the segment every week we check in and every week Andrew just hasn't made any progress whatsoever. Look, that's not a promise for next week. <laughs> that is not a promise for next week. That is a loose a loose uh validation of my laziness at best. Well, actually, yeah, now that I think about it, maybe you should read the books because, you know, we've talked about this, like, you don't read or you don't listen to many podcasts right now because there's no good time in your life to, like, sit down and listen to a podcast. Yeah. So audiobooks would be the same deal, but reading a book, like, you can just sit down and read a book and not be yeah, a was, psychopath. I think you should read a physical said. book. That's that's my vote. I just don't want to buy a Harry Potter book. I, oh, I will man. buy you a book. Yeah, I, I, was gonna say, I will also <laughs> go in. <laughs> All right. We're going to make a new fund. I me. can order it right now. Yep. I have this elitism against giving J.K. Rowling more money, even though she's clearly proven her money for good. I don't know why. <laughs> well, we'll buy a used one. It'll it'll give someone else money. That's okay. roundaboutly giving her money. I bet you it's not even expensive. Hold on. Let's... Like, but while we're like here. Dollars. I mean, I'll Harry do Potter it. I'll read it before set. bed. Like I said, I'm trying to read before bed so I get tired. Mm-hmm. And I need something, you know, that makes me drowsy like a poorly designed world better. Wait, Andrew, I have the perfect idea. I know how to motivate you. Okay. Hayden, let's place a bet. Ooh, I love betting on oh, Andrew. But if, uh, do I know the... Oh, wait. So, again, like, do I get stakes you. or you yeah. two? Hayden and I will bet against you. How fast do you think you'll finish them? All seven. All. Let, all right. Let's, all right. You know what? Let's, give me a book let's segment book. it. Let's let's give it book one. How fast do you think we'll finish book one? How many pages is it? It's a children's book. You. It's, <laughs> it's like five hundred pages. Now I but still have like, to read it. <laughs> you'll I still read have it, to read it, and I'm clearly not motivated. You'll read it so fast. It's think, so tiny. I mean, I'm, I'm devoting like thirty minutes a night to this book. How many thirty minute nights do I need to get through the Sorcerer's Stone? Let's I let's say it's five hundred pages. I have no idea how long it is. That's kind of long. Thirty minutes a night. <laughs> two weeks. Two two weeks. Okay. Yeah. People read oh, these. Ali like finished in... it in a night. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm see, giving Andrew a large benefit of the doubt. Yeah, Ali likes here. Harry Potter, Jeff. So do you. It's three hundred and twenty pages. I, I appreciate what it's trying to do now. I don't necessarily. Maybe I will start liking it. What if I become a total Potterhead? Oh man. Andrew, it's only, it's only 320 pages. Okay. That I mean, what, okay, book. so that would be 30 pages a night for 10 days. Two weeks seems. Two weeks? It might not happen, but it seems reasonable. 
<laughs> All right. I, I, feel, I feel fair with two weeks. What, what kind of stakes are we putting on this? Is this like uh, we're putting a, a bet for Andrew to accomplish, and if he gets it, he gets the prize? No, I think if, I think if we win, Andrew needs to buy both of us a bottle of Fernet. And I think if we Ooh. win, we can send Andrew two cases of White Claw. Oh, you know what you should do? You should have to pay for the books if I finish it. The rest of them? Well, all right. Yeah, I like betting booze. I'm a booze better. So if he can't finish it in two weeks, he owes both of us. Okay, a from offering. the day it's delivered, though. Let's make that. That's, well, fair. I, I, That's yeah, fair. Okay. Clearly. All right. I That's just fair. didn't want to get finesse out of. But you, getting... you need to send us the shipping information because, you know, we got to keep you honest. All right, I'll send you the shipping. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I like, find I like the levels of trust. <laughs> it's very little. It's it's slim, but I don't I don't blame him. I would definitely get like a sixty page head start and then slack <laughs> off for sure. <laughs> Andrew, what do you what do you want? No, I think White Claw's good. Let's uh, really hammer down that sponsorship opportunity. All right, there we go. Oh, that brings up my tangent that I wanted to do sponsorship. I'm, I'm, I want to sponsorship this podcast. Okay, go I on. Think, I think we should do it uh, how Grandma's Virginity sponsorship their podcast. Or was that Harmontown? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, where they With talk the shit Nike? about uh, they talk shit about brands and to yeah. make them stop talking shit, they have to sponsor them? I think it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah, let's talk shit about brands. <laughs> that, like, that whole premise... Relies on Nike listening to our podcast or White Claw already listening to our podcast. That's that's a that's a bold that's a bold thought. Yeah, maybe we should build a listenership and then start having them talk shit on the internet about these brands until we get a sponsorship. But but hey, let's let's hear your pitch. What, let's, yeah, uh, wait, let's which company do you want to target? Yeah. That's a huge uh, factor here. It, it is hard. Um, I was thinking we could target Apple. Because we already have the basis for Andrew hating Apple. Oh wow! Uh, okay, so we're gonna have to spread out the bat. Yeah, true. It's like I none of their products are. I would just sell them on eBay. That's a good and point. See, this sued. is already great content. Just we're already cash. <laughs> just give us cash. Send me some AirPods. I'll sell them to some teenager for like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put them on Craigslist for ten dollars off MSRP. And <laughs> okay, new new angle because you were talking about like you have to have like ten thousand to get a sponsorship. Well, there's I mean, I don't podcasts. know that for sure, but it, yeah. yes, I mean at least right. But there's small podcasts who are really niche who get like really niche like you know small brand oh, sure. sponsorships like uh the normal cast that climbing podcast they got sponsored by like a local coffee company when they had almost nothing huh. you know things so you're like saying that we should reach out to local companies i want to know who you want to be sponsored by that's white my claw. question white claw. white claw i want to be sponsored by white claw and uh bmw so i don't have to keep buying <laughs> expensive car parts for my stupid car nice small local companies like would you want to uh, be sponsored by uh portland running company jeff oh for sure but at the same time they would hear me talk about running and they'd yeah. be like no no yeah. <laughs> they'd be like how often do you guys talk about running it's like never like never no nope. and one of the people on the podcast physically cannot run yeah so I'll, yeah hmm. sick well, if we're bringing up our core, you know, listening traits, we should probably be sponsored by Fernet, Fernet Blanca, right? You got to say that their name right first. <laughs> I, I feel like alcohol companies are right down our alley. That's Fernet Bronca. Fernet Bronca. There I we go. That's okay. 
they, they didn't even have that fernet for me so i have a different type of fernet that oh, i do i don't quite know what is oh man i, I could get the bottle but i didn't know there were Wait, is fernets fernet's not a brand it's a type of alcohol no it's, yeah, a it's like whiskey I you're think shitting so. me no i think it's i think that it's uh the brand i thought it. it was a brand yeah it's like a liqueur it's like uh no no I'm, okay here's what i'm saying you said you made it sound like you got a different brand of fernet yeah it, okay what brand is it i don't know i could go check but fernet is definitely an alcohol it's like pisco it's like uh whiskey I, okay, okay hold on it's an italian liqueur originally it's like a style of brewing. Frenet Branca is Frenet by far is... the most popular type, right? Holy shit, you're you're right. Yeah. I can't believe this. So what is the brand of Frenet Branca that we drink? It's Frenet Branca. That is their brand. That's what they're called. Okay. Frenet Branca is like, yeah. I can't believe that. I had no clue. Yeah, I man. I thought Frenet Branca was just Frenet. That's the one. Did you, where I, did you buy it? Did you go to the big ass uh, liquor store in Boulder? That where I started drinking Fernet was down in uh, Argentina, and they drink a lot of it there because it's like more. There's a lot of like European imports who came over and and like that kind of thing. But there were a couple different kinds of Fernet in the the town where I was staying. Interesting. Well, Frenet, you learn something new every day. By far the most popular, though. Oh, I see. So, so easy to make that mistake. Yeah, I had no clue too. We have Portland makes a like they for a while a tea company made their own version of Fernet. It was like a like a black tea Fernet, and that's the only reason I know about it. Interesting stuff. I'm really learning a lot today here, people. Yeah, this is this the new is, alcohol. Uh, podcast. Fucking hashtag this as educational. Fernet for falls. <laughs> I like that better. I, I do like that. Uh, okay. Well, I'm sorry I'm not as clever as professional improvisers. That's right. But, uh, none, none I'll, you know, I'll work be. on it. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Let's 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 get to it, Andrew. Andrew, what are you what are you consuming these days? What you got going? All right. So we had a little bit of contention at the end of the last podcast, if you recall, because I said I had some interest. Well, I don't want to get into quick questions yet, but this week I devoted myself since you guys are so passionate about how good it is, and we'll get into this. I'm not going to say anything else besides that. I decided I was like, okay, I'm just going to listen to episodes. I, I, I promise, like, I, I never judge any form of media by one episode. So I, one episode was, I will say questionable, the one we were supposed to listen to, but I started from the beginning, so that's what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a lot of quick questions. All and right. that's all I'm going to say about that. Your tone says consuming... you love it. What's that? <laughs> Nothing, go on. <laughs> the other thing I've been doing is my roommate... And our friend Hisham, he was like, I've been watching Navatar The Last Airbender Weeks and I can't oh, stop. Sick. And he just finished it. And I was like, oh, I want to rewatch that. And so I started last night and I watched like eight episodes. It's so good. Oh my God, I love it. It's totally a kid's show. It's a great kid's show. Yeah. And the nostalgia that was just blasting into my body, I just it was overwhelming <laughs> and I love it. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing. That's how much that. I don't even consume a lot of stuff. I'm a, I'm a working man now. And it's I learned I learned it's a lot harder to listen to podcasts when I'm not doing quantitative work. So when I was doing quant work, like I would listen to podcasts when I would I was just pounding out a spreadsheet and really didn't need to like contemplate my words. But now that I'm doing marketing work, mostly words, <laughs> like all the stuff I'm typing, I can't listen to a podcast fully and be 
effectively making notes and doing research apparently. So that's a bummer. I have to listen to music with no lyrics, which I've been enjoying. I've been go. really hitting hitting the it's uh, it's on Spotify. It's called Jazz Vibes playlist. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Recommend Jazz Vibes for studying and, and work. It's quite good. I'm really big That's into it. the uh, there's a peaceful piano on Spotify, and I listen to that Ooh. like nonstop. And it has totally ruined my Discover Weekly and daily mixes and all that. Like <laughs> it has destroyed them. I need like a new profile just to listen to it, but. Yeah. Oh god. Jazz jazz vibes. Dude, I that's this is we've talked about this before. This is the problem with algorithms. They're like, oh you fucking like that? You like that, you little bitch? How about that's all you get to listen to from now on? Bitch boy, bitch ass piano boy. And it's it's great if you listen to a variety of music all the time, but if you just grind one playlist for eight hours, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, you're done. Same for. with YouTube. You look up one video. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all over. Someone explained to me the other day, uh, not the other day, this my friend who has a kid, he was telling me how she loves Pepe Pig or Peppa Pig, Pepe, Peppa. They're f- f- British. Pee-pee. I don't know. PP Pig. <laughs> uh, Whatever. It's this, I, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's, it's a kid's show. It's on YouTube. So I was like, okay, like, well, let me Google it real quick. I've never heard of this. I think I, I like I've definitely oh, seen no. it. I just didn't know that's what it was called. Oh no. And so I watched no joke, less than 30 seconds of an episode just to be like, what is my friend's daughter who I adore watching on the internet? <laughs> and 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 for weeks I was getting recommended all these kids' YouTube channels. I was like, God damn it. I should have used incognito. But I think anyway. YouTube's one of the worst. YouTube's one of the worst ones about it. They if you listen to one thing, they are just all over you forever afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They really love pumping you full of more videos to watch. Mm-hmm. To use that feature, like, not interested. Like, specifically this type of video. Don't want to see it. I should use that more. <laughs> <laughs> I should really use that. What are you, Aiden? What you, what you been doing? Oh, well, after getting depressed with uh, serious podcasts, I've been trying to listen to lots of happy podcasts. A lot of quick question. For this, uh, I've, I've been very scared at starting to climb again. So I've been trying to listen to the Enormo cast to uh, pump myself up. That's the majority, the, the largest climbing podcast out there. It's quite nice. Is it the biggest one? That's cool. That's a good I podcast. think so. At least that I know of. Yeah. So let me ask you a quick question, Hayden. Like that Ooh. reference? Huh? Ah! Yeah. Makes me uh, so so you guys are much bigger climbers than I am. I my climbing experience goes as far as I have a pair of climbing shoes and I use them whenever you guys go, and like I sometimes tag along. What could you possibly talk about on a climbing podcast? Oh, yeah, bro, I was on a, a ten point eleven, and it, <laughs> I had to dino this one part. It was fucking sick. I like. What do you I, like? What, it's like a lot of interview based, but like with epic stories. So people go into. Um, you know, crazy experiences they've had or like a lot of these, you know, it's, it's not just like at your local sport crag doing a five, eight, you know, you're in the Himalayas and you're 12 pitches up and your buddy took a fall and broke his leg and you're trying to get out of there alive and you have no service for anything. And, you know, epic adventure, things like that. But then there's also how to get past mental blocks or how to, you know, to kind of, I imagine there's running things or sports things like that in the same genre that are pretty similar. Yeah. Like even football or basketball. 
I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a bunch of them that are like, there's a lot of climbing etiquette. You know, there's just tons of it. And so there's a lot Those of... Those are hilarious. I really like... Yeah, that's some of my favorite ones. There's a lot of like correct climbing etiquette that goes with, with, with their podcast. And some of it's like geography based. Like they make fun of Europeans for like not being very clean and just like shitting all over the place. And they talk about like, you know, like I think they call them gumpies. Is that right? Like... The new climbers that are really scared of everybody and are like, I don't know. There's like all this etiquette stuff that's kind of interesting. That's that's fascinating. That makes more sense to me now. But again, as not a non-climber, I'm like, what is there to talk about? <laughs> but the story aspect of it, totally get that. That is, I'm sure, incredibly fascinating, especially with some of the best climbers in the world. But I got to ask, how many times per podcast is Aaron Honnold res- referenced? Plus minus seven. <laughs> I think he's been on the podcast twice, and they mention him every now and then, but he, he fits in the world in a, in a big way. I will tell you, for a hot sec, I'm, I've never been super into climbing, like I said. like For a hot sec, I was, I was getting a little into it, but one of my favorite subreddits at the time was not the R Climbing subreddit. It was the R Climbing Circle Jerk subreddit, oh, and they didn't call... They didn't call upvotes upvotes. They called them uphonalds. <laughs> so great. Everyone was like, oh, that 5,000 uphonalds. Yeah, God, that was a beautiful was period so in time. fucking funny. I mean, I'm glad that the community has a sense of humor about it, but I feel like, you know, he's the Michael Jordan of uh, climbing, right? But in such a beautiful way, like if Michael Jordan was like some awkward, weird dude who suddenly became super famous, it's, it's, it's a beautiful fame. Honnold is, is a weird dude. I've seen totally some unintentional. Yeah. I I mean, you got to respect the guy. He's incredible. The stuff yeah. he's done is just unbelievable with no safety equipment, too. I, I can't fathom the things he does with no safety equipment. It's, I don't get it. Who are you? What are you proving by not using safety equipment? I don't get it. Can you guys explain that to me? Why no safety equipment? No. I mean, is this going to have to have in a normal cast episode, I think? Oh, okay. Another. I guess All Jeff right. and I have already done one, but... Oh, yeah, you guys talked about it. Well, we can we can repeat it with a non-climber and see how it goes. Also, I do want to talk about... You guys are super into individual sports, and it's such an interesting difference in the mentality behind individual sports instead of team sports, which is all I've played. Growing <laughs> up, I played competitive hockey for a decade, and... Like the idea of talking about like personal mental blocks of over to overcome and become a better climber. I can't fathom. I'm sure there's pieces of that to, like you said, team sports too, and your individual performance on the team. But God, like, I can't imagine a coach being like, you got to break this mental block. It was more like, how about you do more sprints? And because you <laughs> fucked up, the entire team is doing sprints. And oh, by the way, we're all going to play better and we're not going to make mistakes anymore. It was such like the team mentality is like so ingrained in my brain of it's not just about me it's about how we work as team works together but there's so much more that goes into running and climbing in your brain in my mind it's weird and also team sports i never i don't know it was never like an active thinking thing for me because in running it's not like you're worried about the guy skating towards you at 100 miles an hour about to blast your brains out <laughs> right you're just alone trying to keep pace trying to beat the next guy you're not communicating with them. You're not committing any form of violence against them. You're just trying to get past them. Depending. I guess. I've heard about the elbow situation in oh, marathons. Yeah. But, uh, 
let alone but, an 800. But I mean, that's not like, that's, that's bad taste, right? In hockey, it's great taste. It's just, it's good hockey, right? But I just, it, it blows my mind, the, the, like that level of difference between the two. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know. I don't know if you guys have anything to speak to that. I, have you guys played team sports? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I used to play a lot of You played of soccer. soccer, right? You yeah. both played soccer, didn't you? Yeah. Soccer like, at the, the largest, yeah. Soccer is just an exacerbated, a different form of running. You're just <laughs> running, but like in straight lines up and down a field and sometimes kicking a ball. I yeah. so wish that was true. I, w- I wish <laughs> I could just ignore my terrible ball skills and just outrun people. Not the case. <laughs> yeah, there's so many good runners that come from playing soccer because it is like a direct translation. I think most of cross country are people that played soccer and just got like tired of the team aspect. And were like, well, I can run far, so I'm just going to go run now. Yeah, I I watched this thing on YouTube one. They tracked every single player's how how much distance each player on the uh, one field of professional play ran, and the average distance for a full like I forgot Premier League match oh, yeah. was thirteen miles. Yeah, I was like, that's unbelievable how much they run during the game, and that's why they're all so trim and sexy. It's because they got that runner bod. <laughs> that's actually really crazy. In ninety minutes that they'd go through, that's a pretty good half marathon. But I guess they're all sprinting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's all sprints. That's yeah. the thing. No, I mean, I, I think the the part about it is when you have a team and a, you have a coach, there are all these people that you're playing for, and that forces you to like have to push past barriers because you're like teammates are counting on you, so you have to like keep going harder, and you're surrounded by people that are like like counting on you to work for it. Where with running and climbing, well, I, I I guess more for running, it's like I can only run as hard as I can push myself to go. And sure, I'm competing with people, but it really, those people don't give a shit about what I do. So it's more so like, how far can I push myself? And climbing is just a whole another, like, it's more like lifting to me and the mindset part, which is, I could keep pushing this, but is it going to hurt me to like keep pushing this weight up or is it not? And that's where like the crazy climbers that can just hold on past their like mental breaking point. I, I for me, that's always been very similar to just weightlifting. Like you could do reps and you'll get to a point where you're like tired of doing reps and you don't want to do another one, but you could. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there. I've never thought about how they're really different, but to me, they're, they're very separate. But well, Andrew, very, you yeah. lift. Like yeah. I, I feel like lifting is much closer to running, whereas like you are pushing yourself physically. Climbing, climbing also has that different element that's like fear like mm. <laughs> just, just honestly <laughs> fucking scared which is like you get scared and your performance tanks there's like a weird meditation zone where you have to like deal with that and and stomach it and move through it yeah i guess maybe that's why the no harness thing it's like it's it, if i fail i die so <laughs> yeah better keep going <laughs> I, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's why like, I, I, I don't mind weightlifting, but it's another thing. I hate doing it alone. Yeah. I th- it's that team sport thing where like, I'm like, I want to be there and have someone being like, yeah, 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 one more. Come on, buddy. I don't know why. I guess it's, it's that difference of mentality between the two. It's, it's fascinating. I'm sure there's studies out there. I'd be interested to read more about it because I think the mental space is so different. And I'm curious, like you guys – you, I mean, when was the last time you guys did team sports? That is like my favorite thing in the world to this day for exercise. I would choose team sports to get exercise over anything. Really? Yes, I would rather do it than any other exercise. 
There's nothing in the world that to me that is more like engaging and fun way to work out than and when I am when I am like playing pickup basketball, I will go to the point where I will fall down from exhaustion <laughs> because I refuse like to be the guy who can't keep running. It's it's so weird, but that's just because I know I'm playing with a team and I want to be active on the team. I don't know. Maybe if I had like a team of like 20 different clones of you two that I could just play soccer with all the time, (laughs) (laughs) it would be different. But like, you can't just have the team all the time. Like last time I played an indoor pickup like league was what a year and a half ago, two years ago. And it's just hard to rally that many people. For sure. It's in, hard as adults. In adult life. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard as adults. I wish I would have taken more advantage of team sports when I was younger. But I got so invested in hockey that I just totally committed and used it all my spare time to play hockey. And, it and to was, be fair, running is almost a team sport. I, I know you guys had the teams and all that. And there's enc- I, there's that level of encouragement. But again, it's not like you can run by your teammate and they're like, let me pass you the ball, the run faster <laughs> ball. It, that's not i don't know yeah it's it, such a weird get hybrid. The team aspect for workouts especially when you're doing training together that, that that level is great i could see why that's so motivational and helpful but when you're you know competing aren't you even racing against your team at a level yeah totally you're, you're not going to slow down to let hayden pass you are you jeff i mean let's fucking hope not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, I still run with the group pretty often. I just did a workout with a couple guys, like, a couple days ago. But it it is, it's a weird hybrid because in one sense, like, I will never run a workout harder than I can when I'm running. But at the same time, you know, I could fall behind them or be ahead of them and it doesn't make a big difference. And, like, I'm not going to run till I drop like you would for a team sport. So, yeah, it's, it's very strange. I don't know, and everybody's just counting on, like, each of the other people to take care of themselves and like know what pace they need to go and whatnot. Yeah. No, this is really interesting. And I like this. I, I, I gotta think more on this. I hate team sports though. I'll tell you, I, I hate them. I don't miss them. Like a year and a half ago, there was a, like a intramural volleyball team that Courtney's like neuroscience people set up. And I played like four times. I was like, man, I don't, I don't miss this at all. Like I think the closest thing I do to team sports now is like playing video games with you guys. Like, it's a mental team sport in a way. I was just about to say that too, is I think that's why I love, and I love stream games individually, but I love, love, love. I don't like to stream us playing team games together because A, I suck and B, there's nothing to watch there. But that is like my bliss for video games is when we play a team game together and we're all on the same team. I love that. Like when we play HOTS or Overwatch, it's so fun. It's, it gives me the same triggers in my brain that team sports. Do. I don't understand. And I love that feeling. So I think that's why I like those games so much. That's why I love. And that's also why I've refused to play ranked without people. <laughs> Cause I don't like, I, I like how I like knowing my team. Yeah. And I like being on a team, even like I, I can't solo queue anymore. And because I hate it when people don't need to <laughs> I shot call I, in overwatch. I'm a huge shot caller oh, man. when people don't listen to me. I just want to strangle them and I can't. <laughs> so it's so annoying. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know why I, hate I team get sports, but I love team video games. Like I, I re- I'll play like a game or two of hots on my own every now and again, but we're playing it with all of us. It's way better. I don't, I don't know what that. Is. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm surprised that 
I guess video games are different. There's a lot of clearly a lot of differences with games. Sure. But it's interesting that it triggers that 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 joy I get from team sports and you as someone who hates team sports still like those. But it's yeah. also for us it's like a camaraderie thing like That's we true. are all except for Hayden and I we're not that far away but coronavirus is a thing. <laughs> uh we are all you know somewhat far away from each other. It's a great way for us to connect and do something together. Yeah. Without having to be in person. Like, of course, I always just have us all be in the same room. But even in the same room, we play video games together. Yeah. And I love that, too. That's even it's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we go back? And I want to ask Jeff, why do you not like team sports? What What about that volleyball game makes you hate it? Uh, so it's probably two things. And uh, one of them comes to mind immediately. And it's just a personal problem. But I hate, I think I hate people telling me what to do. And like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, like, when we play games and whatnot, like, I know Hisham's really good, and I, when he tells me to do stuff, it's mostly, like, giving advice and, like, trying to make me better, and I really enjoy that. But when, sometimes you're playing team sports, and someone tells you what to do, stupid. And that, uh, this is all personal problems. This is too much, too, too interpersonal Jeff details for other people, but those things just <laughs> nag at me. Like, someone will, you know, we're playing volleyball. And I'm actually like, I'm pretty good at volleyball. I know what's going on. And someone's like, oh, when you when you go to spike, you you, you should get your left knee up a little, a little more. Like, that's good advice. I'm cool with that. But someone's like, oh, man, you should have been over to the left more. That comment will bug me for the next three weeks. Like, you know? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and I just can't take it. So, Dude, it's mostly me. I want to replicate me. this in video games, but give you bad advice. So I'm going to start being like, Jeff, focus the tank. You know, what are you doing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back we we had a person I won't call him out by name, but we had someone we played video games with for a while, and he would give bad advice, and like it annoyed me, but it doesn't annoy me nearly as much. God, is it me? No, of course not. No, it's definitely <laughs> not you. You guys could say anything. We, I'd be like, yeah, totally, but yeah, yeah. We won't well, name I, him, but it's it's definitely not Andrew. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> well, I, I I would say though, I think the difference in that aspect is it sounds like everyone in your volleyball team. First of all, you're not as close with them as you are with us. That's true. And I think that does play a role, which is why the intimacy of your team is. For example, like when we play when we played ranked Overwatch together, Jeff, like yeah. you would listen to literally everything I said. Oh yeah. It with with no question, right? But if some if someone if we didn't know each other and I was doing that in game, I don't know if you'd have the same response. Oh no, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I, mean? that's so a I think problem. I think it's like, a level <laughs> of friendship and intimacy of you, who you know. Like if Courtney would have said, if you were playing volleyball with Courtney and she was said, Hey Jeff, I need you a little farther to the left, buddy. Yeah. I don't know how she would phrase it. You'd probably be like, no. Okay, great. Yeah. Right? No, that's a good point. So I Maybe I need to be really close with my team. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a good point. But the, there's something else with... too. Yeah. There's some other it's reason I important. just I still hate teams. I don't like them. <laughs> like I like playing Gosh. soccer every now and again. I'll play some soccer, but I don't know. I really I'd like how we're run on my own. in my screen where I'm in the middle. I feel like I'm a great intermediary between. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I I hid myself. I couldn't sports loving team sports. <laughs> I couldn't look at myself. I I hid my view. It was weird me out. Yeah, it is weird. It is a touch weird. I'm so used to it now, though. All the stuff I do where I have to constantly stare at myself. <laughs> also, I, that's a, that was one of the things I hate about Zoom calls. Like when I was so when I was in school, we of course we did all of our classes on Zoom when the COVID broke, uh, you know, lockdown happened, and I could not stop staring at myself. Yeah. I could not stop staring at myself in the, in every meeting. I was like, stop, look at the slides, and then I just look over at myself, and be like, is that what I look like? <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. So- 
And I kept being like, am I a sociopath? Because I can't stop looking at what I look like. And no, I think it's just weird to have that accessibility appearance that often for that long. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it's enabled by default. Like, I wonder if they sell more subscriptions when they enable you looking at yourself. Like, people become, I don't know, like, people are interested in it. I'd be curious. I'd be fascinated if they actually took the study and went that far with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, what are you listening to? Oh, man. <laughs> We're back. Um, I, uh, I I DM this uh, D&D group, and I have totally lost my um, passion for DM ring recently. So I needed a, a good uh, D&D podcast, and so I found one. Brian Passane. Do you guys know who Brian Passane is? Probably no. not. If you, if you looked up a picture no. of him, you might recognize him. He's he's in, like, a couple comedic things. He does a D&D podcast, and it's, like, him... And a couple of other forty-year-old like hard metal guys playing D and D together, and it's I I I can't handle like the really serious D and D podcasts. A because they're nothing like how we actually play D and D, and B it's just like I don't know, it's like too much to keep track of. It's too it's too serious and to be like really dialed in. And this is just like a laid back. They are just like fucking around, and it's oh, it's so good. What's what's it called again? I want to listen to that. Brian Passade's Nerd Poker. Ooh. Yeah. You gotta start and, from... and this sounds like one you really have to start from the beginning though. Yeah. You gotta you definitely have to start from the beginning. From what I hear, they change DMs at some point and it, it gets less good, but the the guy they start out with is so funny. It's so good. And it's just yeah, it's so funny listening to these guys play play D and D. They're clearly like don't give a fuck, but have also playing D and D for a long time, so they really know that's good <laughs> stuff, man. It's it's really good. I still have to I still have to be corrected on roles all the time. On oh, like, like reception the... role now? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I don't. DMs have full control over me. They could tell me bullshit. I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I I die. All right. Great. There I go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's great. Should we dig into uh, the quick question life? I think we should. I love quick questions so much, and it's been making me mad for like a week that Andrew might not like it. <laughs> I haven't been able to sleep right. I gotta be honest. Hey, let me so, ask you: When you've been listening to it, have as all you can think about what parts of it Andrew probably didn't like? Because that's all that's going through my mind. <laughs> Every single thing they say, I'm like, ah, Andrew probably didn't like that. That's funny. Okay, so Jeff, do you want to introduce? Yeah. Do your little introduction. That's a great. Thank you, Andrew. Let me. Uh, yeah. I should be more ready than this. But uh, quick, 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 quick questions with uh, Soren and Daniel. Quick questions with Soren and Daniel is a comedy podcast from the former editors of Crack.com, Soren Bowie and Daniel O'Brien. With new episodes every week, join Soren and Daniel in answering life's deep and probably shallow questions. Yeah, it's just two guys and sometimes a third guy who's sometimes uh, Bacon and sometimes a guy named Gabe. Uh, they just like one of them's a very uh, like he's a parent and he's pretty uh, athletic and like down to earth and uh, li- live in the parent life. And the other is uh, Dan O'Brien, who just lives in New York. Uh, and it's just, you know, I, I don't want to say anything insulting. So I'm really dancing around the words. He he's just like he's in the earlier stages of life, I guess, and he's just you know he's just fucking around, and so he's they just a ask. New York yuppie. Him, he's a New York yuppie, sure. Yeah, and they're just like they just ask themselves questions that clearly the other person is just like not in that life space for, like what's going on in the internet or like what's raising a child like, and it's it's very wholesome. I would also add that 
this is deep nostalgia podcasting for me because when we originally started listening to podcasts, Jeff and I probably talked about Cracked more than anything else back in the day. Cracked Podcast was like the OG podcast that started me on the podcast addiction train. Yeah. And both of these guys have come from that, left Cracked, which also made great articles and really entertaining content, and then are just fucking around on their own podcast because they're friends and they want to hang out. Yeah. Which is beautiful. It's like what we're doing. Yeah. So let me start off with that. Wait, before you start, I just want to say one more thing. Listener, if you're thinking right now, Cracked Podcast, I should go listen to it. No, they've taken them all away. They're all gone. All the good old episodes are gone. Sorry, anyway. Well, I didn't know that. Why'd they do that? They got bought by Stitcher. People. And Stitcher, anything like older than 50 episodes, they hide behind a paywall. And I, oh. I don't even know if you can get to the really old ones anymore. I tried a while back for nostalgic reasons, and I couldn't get to them. Huh. Yeah. So I really liked the Cracked Podcasts, and I Hayden when Hayden and I were living together, I think that's kind of when you were in deep into Cracked Podcasts, you got me into it. And I liked it for a while. I, I will say, I guess I don't have the same criticisms of Cracked, but it really fell downhill. Yeah. I don't think it, it was good for a while. Sometimes they had interesting stuff going on. I remember specifically when I immediately got turned off to the Cracked Podcast questions in a second, but this is a good preface. So I remember they talked about a subject that I was somehow, I don't even remember what it was at this point so long ago. It was like five, four or five years ago. Um, they were talking about a subject that I actually was super familiar with and had a lot of knowledge about. And they were just spouting incorrect things <laughs> left and right. And I was like, holy shit. What have I been uh, like agreeing to and being like, oh, this is true with the stuff that I didn't know about? And so I went on this big Google search. I was like, there's got to be people who have a lot of criticism of the Cracked Podcast because it's honest, it's, un it's people who are not professionals, but do research, which is fine. That's fine. Yep. And they're all comedians. So you got to take that with a grain of salt that they're not going to always be correct. But the way, I forgot the host's name, but he's like Jack the founder of Cracked. Yeah. Oh, is it is it this guy? No, Jack O'Brien. No oh, relation to Dan O'Brien. Yeah. Okay. So Jack O'Brien. So I, I started Googling like, criticisms i don't know what i googled and i was like and i realized oh my god these guys are spouting bullshit all the time and so i stopped listening because i was like i i'm not gonna listen to you guys if you can't even get your facts right i know you're gonna i know your comedy podcast and you're just trying to cool but sometimes they would touch on really really like in-depth and specific issues or mental health stuff or psychology stuff they did a lot of psychology stuff and a lot of it was just wrong they would tell stories that were true and then add details that were just bullshit. And I wish I had exact examples, but I remember I was like, I'm done. I can't listen to this podcast anymore. They've just been completely, uh, their, their accreditation is just, so I stopped listening to all cracked media. I was like, there's clearly some bias going on or something that they're not, they're doing research, but not quite enough. And I'm sure there's a lot of truth in what they said, but there's also enough criticism that there was like an outrage on the internet about the crack podcast at one point, like, this is just a lot of bullshit. And I think they did respond to some of it at some point saying, okay, we've made some mistakes in the past and moving forward, but I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back with the, uh, knowing that so much of it was, and I, I'm sure a lot of it's right. And I know it's just for entertainment. So you can't take it word to mouth, but you can't hit serious issues and then just spout in your opinion as if it's fact. That made me, without making it clear, you're being opinionated. 
That's now, this is all this is all big news to me. I I love the crack podcast, and that and not that I've ever taken everything as pure fact, but I I didn't know that there was a lot of a uh, a lot of argument about uh, them spouting things. Yeah, so yeah, I, went... I, I want to know where the the downhill went because I liked all the beginning stuff, and then I hit a point where I stopped listening because I didn't like it. And yeah. I want to know if what you found was post or pre. Yeah, it has to be post, man. I have to assume that they're like, oh, we got to be a little sharper. That being said, I, I, so being the due diligent podcaster I am, I went to go find those criticisms again so I could talk about them and be more specific. <laughs> I can't find them anywhere. I don't know if they're deep in the Reddit hole and that's where I saw it. And you can't trust anything you read on Reddit either. Mm-hmm. So I could have been reading Reddit as if it's fact and they could have also been spouting bullshit, which is 100% likely. So anyway, I got, to, I got turned off to Cracked. And when they introduced this podcast as two Cracked guys, but they're no longer crack guys. I immediately had skepticism. So I didn't walk. I didn't try not. I tried to walk in with a more open mind, but I really liked how they, so I, I, like I said, I went back. I, I listened, we episode, what was the episode we listened to? Episode nine. Seven. Yeah. We did nine. So I will say it's entertaining and there's nothing wrong with that. It, I see the pure entertainment and wholesome value of it. That's great. But I really, it, it got better for me when I went back to episode one and heard them talk about the first episode. And they said, nothing like, two white guys talking about the world, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's us. We're doing that too. So it's great. Great. I know there's a market for us out there, but it got a little better. And I wish I would have wrote down, unfortunately I was driving when I listened to the episode we were, but my problem with it was, and my major problem was I just got bored a lot Hmm. and I don't like being bored listening to podcasts. And I'm sure a lot of people are, are listening to us right now. And they're like, guys, I'm bored as fuck. Mm. Like, (laughs) so I can't, I'm not going to like, immediately relate them to us in any way but i got i just got bored some of the things they talked about i was like nah not for me don't care also i don't really care about you guys i don't know i'm not invested in you two yet i didn't have any investment in them maybe it's because they started and this is a really incredible achievement by i believe it was god is his name dan dan o'brien yeah he, he got an emmy for his work on john uh last week tonight yeah and his attitude towards it, I was like, either jerk yourself off or don't. But don't sit in this middle ground where you ask Soren to jerk you off for you. Like, stop. I'm tired of it. Talk about it or don't, but don't tittle around and be like, oh, yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Oh, but yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I got an Emmy. That's something that happened to me. Oh, what's that, Soren? Say it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I did get an Emmy, Soren. That's correct. I was like, shut the fuck up, man. Either talk about it or don't, but don't don't ask your friend to to unzip your pants for you. I I, uh, I was so frustrated to start. I don't know why that frustrated me. Maybe it's you have to get deal. used to the humor because I feel like that is just that is just part of the humor around it. Like all of that was his joke, right? Like he's like, isn't there isn't there something you want to ask me about, huh? Isn't there something yes, you know? I, you, like I, he I wanted did, to bring it up, and I think I the whole joke that. was him like. You know, like, I, I don't even think you can call this a humble brag, but him making his friend, like, bring him up. And, like, that all yes. in a joking sense. So let me, now, that was my initial reaction. Okay. Because I didn't know these dudes, right? Okay. You kind of have to get to know your podcasters, yeah. which just sounds so stupid. But all of it made more sense once I listened to the first three episodes. Good, okay. I was like, okay, being the rawest form of sarcastic you can but boy that's a rough starting spot for someone who's never listened to you guys let me tell you because i like i could tell i was like i know you're a comedian you're probably being sarcastic 
but there's just this hint of I want to jerk myself off about this Emmy, bro. Oh, no, I don't. Like, come I, on. Yeah, I don't think that's. And I, I think deep down he's very humble about it, and it's not as as jerk off as I keep phrasing it. But that was my initial intro to it, and then I just kept. Sometimes it's I can't. I wish. What did Jeff? Do you guys remember what they talked about in the episode? Remind me so we can talk about what they talked about. In episode nine. Yeah. I I let uh, nominated for an idea. Uh, meditation versus ther- serious thought towards issues. Was that the same one where they talked about the power outage? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, okay. That I found interesting. Meditation is weird. I don't get it. Do you guys meditate? I do. It's not very often. I think the closest I come to running and calling that meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I, I think I've talked about this before, but I, I do what Sam Harris talks about, mind, mindful meditation, which isn't just like sit there and don't think about anything. It's just like letting yourself like just have thoughts go by and teaching yourself to just like let things go. Because that's my big problem is I just get like, I just attached to something that happens to me and I can't let it go. So it's just like a practice of like just letting it go. And that's very different than like the, I don't know, the Hollywood sense of you sit in a circle and just clear your mind and whatnot. I can't do that. Uh, Yeah, that's insanity yeah. to me. Yeah. Although I will say I got a really hot tip out of that podcast where I, I don't know which person said it, but they said, when I'm falling asleep, if a thought comes to my mind, I'll visualize putting it in a notebook and then putting it into a cubby. Yeah. And I started doing that when I was trying to fall asleep. It actually is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's almost exactly yeah. what mindful meditation is. I think that's what they were kind of talking about was someone was like, oh, that's kind of like you're meditating like that. That's exactly what it is. Like yeah. you let a thought come and you're like, yeah, there it is. But then you just let it go away. Yeah, it, it was, uh, that's actually been helpful for me. I have a huge issue with falling asleep. I've, I've had it, it comes and goes, but I've had it recently. And that has helped me whenever a thought pops in my mind, just to literally visualize it getting tucked away. Yeah. has been really helpful for me. That's awesome. I don't know if it's vastly improved my sleep quality or vastly improved my ability to get to sleep, but I, I was like, oh, that's a hot tip. That's a yeah. hot tip. That's good. I like that. I can't remember. There's a section they started talking. Maybe it was the blackout. It's like, all right, guys, I don't care. I don't know. It just wasn't that interesting. It, I don't I, know. I see your point. Like, it's more of, um, you know, we talk about TV shows that you put on in the background while you're doing other stuff, but there's some where mm. you, like, really need to dial into. I feel like this is kind of one of those podcasts where I'll put it on when I'm when I'm cooking or, or running. I don't know if I've ever put it on while I was driving, so that's hard to say. But it's one of those, you don't have to focus in on it super hard, and you just kind of let it, let it go in the background. I, I think I should have treated it more like that. I wish I would have treated it how I did like Grandma's Virginia podcast when I was yes. playing a mindless game while I was listening. I think I would have enjoyed it more had I done that. But since I was in the car and able to dissect every word they said, <laughs> I think that's why I didn't like that episode. Our issue was we went right from Sam Harris to this one. So you True. went for, right from like really having to pay <laughs> attention and write down every note to... Uh, just kind of, you know, enjoying two friends chatting. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it fills that podcast niche. Like podcasts often fill the the space of hanging out with friends, even though you don't know these people, but you, you've known them so well from following them for so long that you've become accustomed to them and now they're friends. So it is like that social input that you might need. That's yeah. what this podcast is in yes. a large way. Absolutely, and I wish I would have treated it like that. I think that was a mistake. I listened to the other episodes differently, partly in the car when I was driving around a few times, and then partly when I was just fucking around, and it was better. 
I think I should have treated it more casually and I didn't. And, and I, so I recognize my mistake in that way. I will say sometimes like every podcast and I should have been, I shouldn't have been so unfair, but I think like I got off on a bad foot or something. Every podcast has moments where you're just like, okay, speed it up people. Even my favorite podcast, like there are episodes of Doughboys where I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> let's move past this. Cause I'm, I'm done, you know? So it's, it's, that's the thing is when you cast a wide net, you're going to sometimes get some people who don't want to be cat or caught. I don't know. I don't yeah. know a good simile for that, but I did enjoy it more. First of all, I did enjoy it more by starting it from the beginning. So I could kind of get an idea of the two guys a little better. And I do really like their dynamic. I do like how uh, Soren talks about his kid. I think that's so funny. Yeah. Really good. And how Dan just seems so So entrenched in the New York lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, how are you guys friends? I don't get it. (laughs) But it's yeah. good. I mean, it is. It, it overall, I would say it is good. I just got off on the wrong foot with it, so I would almost encourage people if you're going to go listen to this podcast, I would say start from the beginning, maybe get a grasp on what they're doing. And also, it's a great podcast to start from the beginning because there's it's not like there's a plot line or something you need to catch up on. There's not really inside jokes I really caught that I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like Harmontown, if you don't listen to that in order, you're like, what are you guys talking about? Why are, Why are you referencing these weird things? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Like nine 11. That's just, <laughs> if you didn't know, you'd be like, what? But that, it's a good one. It is good for, it's a great background noise podcast. And it is definitely a great, uh, I like having voices that I can pretend I'm friends <laughs> with podcasts, which I hope is what, we're... when they described in the first episode, what we're doing here, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard this before and it's us. It's, it's right the on the money. And I, okay. One last complaint though. This is more towards you guys. When you made me the podcast CFO and then I listened and they're like, our podcast CFO, I was like, fuck you guys. I thought that was unique. But yeah, that was that was Hayden's call. I, I knew the reference. It's it's. I think it was funny to me that you didn't know what it was. And But that's almost, it makes me really sad because probably in like the last 15 episodes he hasn't been in it. But what did you think of Bacon, their CFO? I mean, he was barely chiming in the whole time. I thought the funniest part to me is just hearing him somehow. Why is he on mic laughing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. You just hear a third person laughing at them, uh, which was kind of funny. Maybe that's part of their antic. I don't know. I, what is he? Is he the producer? What does he do? It's very He's the CFO, Andrew. It yes. means chief financial officer. Oh, thank you, Hayden. You're welcome. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, they've never really explained what's going on there. I kind of think he was their producer, but yeah, he's just he's just there and he's just laughing in the background. I, it's, it makes me think that actually, um, one of them that didn't have like the recording equipment and they have to he has to come over to bring it to them or something. They've never explained it, but I did really like. I think it was the first episode. They have him, you know, he's sitting in the background. He's just like laughing. But then he has the greatest one-liner of all time. I wrote it down because I thought it was really good. They're they're talking about like uh, buying things that you don't deserve, and he's like, you know what I say? The theme of it, of my life is if you get something for yourself, you didn't deserve it, and that like almost made me cry laughing. Like <laughs> he's <laughs> he's just like in the background. He just drops these like great one-liners and just like I don't know. They they pick on him a lot, but in a really funny way. 
And it's yeah. really sad the episodes he's not there because I, I somehow he is like the cornerstone of the podcast in a way. I, you know, we could easily just they pitch his Twitter page every single podcast. We could yeah. easily go to his Twitter page and find out what he does, but that ruins the fun. <laughs> Why would we do that? I like these in the Nick. Yeah. yeah, and also I, I, I think it helps with Hayden and I. Both of us have watched a lot of. They have a YouTube channel, or at least they used to, called After Hours, and they, they, it's basically four actors, and they. I, I don't know. Hey, do you want to explain it? I don't know. I'm having trouble thinking of the explanation. Well, it it's like a set, right? And they have scripted lines, but it's phrased like a, a group of friends sitting in a cafe and talking about things, mostly nerdy things. But it, it the interplay between the characters and just the the, the personalities is what makes it. Yeah, Am I doing they- justice? And they they kind of play themselves, so I think from that I had a pretty good like sense of what Soren and Daniel's personalities were, and so coming into it, I think that kind of helped us off from like the ground up running. Is I knew what to expect of the two of them and like kind of what they were, and so it was kind of exciting to hear what they were doing now. Like one writes for, oh shoot, I just lost the name of it, American uh, Dad, and American the other is Dad. Uh, thank you. Uh, last week tonight yeah. yeah and i and i didn't realize that i thought it was so funny when soren was like yeah I, we each writer writes one of the characters in american dad per episode and i write roger and i was like oh my god that makes so much sense it's not awesome and yeah. that's so good and i love american dad so it just a lot of connections got made in that first episode where i was like i wish i had these you yeah. know in, in, in episode nine I think, sorry, so this is my fault. I picked episode nine, and I think I did that because they talked about Cracked, and I kind of thought that that was our gateway into it. But it definitely is one to, like, you start from the beginning. They do do a good job of what they picked as their first episode. Yeah. Yeah, it it explained a little. It it filled some gaps. Jeff, let me ask you a question. Hit me. Do you think Hayden kind of talks like Dan? That's never crossed my mind. In what way? Okay. I don't know. I can't explain it. <laughs> but when I hear Dan say certain things, I hear Hayden's voice. I need to know why this is going to bother me so much. I wish I had much. a perfect example. Is it just but the sometimes, voice? It's not just the voice. It's like how he enunciates certain things in certain sentences. I, okay. Because we listen, both live in New York? No. I <laughs> I don't know. Listen, Jeff, I need you. Hayden, you're not going to be like, no. But I <laughs> swear to you. Listen to an episode. It happened more than one, more than once per episode for me, and I, I just heard Hayden. I was like, "That's how Hayden would say that sentence." I don't. I can't explain it. That's very weird to me. I can't see it I, at okay. all. Okay, I, I, I wish you were I, and upset by that comparison. <laughs> I I swore Jeff, you were about. I I when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, I bet you Jeff's noticed this." Are you talking about oh, Soren gonna... or are you talking about Dan? Dan's the the New York guy, right? Yeah, and Soren has the yeah. kids. Yeah, it's, it's Dan. It's I Dan. would have thought I you, would, you would think Sora. he'd be talking about. Yeah, that's what I would have thought too. No, 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 no. It's Dan. D- Dan is nothing but self-deprecating and no, like, no, no. It's not the sarc- words. You can't. <clears throat> not what he actually says. It's how he says things. All right. Like how you speak words is unique per person. Yeah. And when I hear how he speaks, it's how Hayden speaks. God, I need a language expert to explain my how I'm trying to explain this. Because I, I feel like Soren and I, both Mountain Town, well, kind of both. It is the, you, you're, in general, both adventure sports. <laughs> it's not that. 
I, I, it's not, it has nothing to do with background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not, again, it's not the context of the words. It's how they're set. I'm very excited. Jeff, I, try, give me, give me a chance on this. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm interested in this. I, I want to, I want to see if I can hear it. I'll see. We'll stick some other people on it. Pod, podcast listeners, if you if you agree with this, Andrew, give me a hashtag. Go. Uh, Hayden Dan? Question mark. I don't know. I, I like I, it. I, 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 Can come you on, put man. question marks in the hashtag? Hey Dan? Hey, question I was mark. Gonna ask that too. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. I kind of feel Get like it? there's no punctuation and then a and a. No, you can't do punctuation. Hey Dan. Speech. I don't know. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. Hashtag is Andrew wrong. <laughs> That's a good one. Tell he's Andrew hashtag tell Andrew he's wrong. Ooh, also, I like the, that. The Twitter doesn't have. We don't have a Twitter. We don't have a. Where are they going to hashtag this? Uh, Andrew, do you want to make it? Well, Twitter? you don't need to hashtag our Twitter. <laughs> I you can, can just make hashtag it everything. <laughs> this is part of the uh, the cultural zeitgeist now. Hashtags. Right. Yeah, hashtags. it's true. Just hashtag. Just out loud. Speak it. We'll speak hear it. it. Uh, we could start a Twitter page. We should start a Twitter page. Yeah, we might need a Twitter. We have an email. I can at least. do that. I hey, can figure hey, that out. We, hey, need, we, do, we need some serious art first so we can put it on our Twitter page. Well, anyway, Hayden, I'll what's your take on quick art. questions? I love quick questions. They they really hit the nail on the head when they were talking about, you know what this world needs is more white guys sharing their opinions about things. Uh, because <laughs> And they're, they're, they're bit on not being able to talk on the phone because I, I, I very much relate to that. They, they at one point said, you know, they're talking on the podcast to, to hang out with each other and they can't just t- call each other because they're really bad at talking on the phone, uh, which I completely relate to. I, I'm really bad at talking on the phone. I can't just call someone and have a conversation. I don't know. I feel like it's a, uh, a, a severe detriment in my brain. Something's wrong, but in podcast form or in, in hanging out form, it's perfect. Yeah. Is this is this doing anything? Okay. No. Yeah. I totally I, agree. I don't have any issue talking on the phone. Oh, oh man, I'm I have so a lot of issue with it. Yeah. I can't do I, it. I I feel like I don't know what to say. I'm like, talking on the phone is about making a plan, and when you're just vaguely talking, I I fall off so hard. What do you do? You and Nikki never talk on the phone when you're traveling. Well, I try. I'm really bad. <laughs> she, she, she has literally told me, like, are you angry at me? Oh. And I'm like, no, I'm not angry at you. Oh. I'm, I'm just talking on the phone. And if I don't, I don't know what to say next, so I'm not talking or I'm mad, apparently. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. No? Dude, I'm I've never had that issue. When I, when I come to Colorado for work and whatnot, like, Courtney and I have, have really good, like, 15 to 20 minute phone calls. Like, I'll call her. I'll figure out how her day went. I'll tell her how my day went. We'll talk about our dog. And then, like, that's it. But if we try to have, like, you know, they talk about those, like, long romantic conversations, I got nothing. It's just lots of they silence. If I'm past that, that's it's impossible. Yeah. That's a thing of early relationships, though. Maybe that's fair. I don't know. I feel like it's easier in the early relationship. Yeah. And I've gotten yeah. worse at it as things have gone on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about how relationships evolve, though. You know, it's your, you leave the flirtation, ooh, this e, to this is my partner. This is someone I rely on. This is someone I care about. And, you know, we're getting through life together. That kind of, I don't know, there's still that love aspect and that relationship aspect to it. But the phone calls are less about, you know, oh man, I'm just so, so crazy for you. I'm just going to, 
die without you, especially when you're going to see each other in like half an hour. Like if you're just calling to, to see what they want for dinner, you know, I don't know. It just, it yeah. just evolves. And that's still there. It's still alive. It's just what I want to talk about on the phone. <laughs> so I think we can summarize by saying that this podcast is my way to flirt with you too, mm. because we've known each other too long and I can't do that through a regular phone call. It's perfect. That's nice. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, in a way, quick questions is a good example of it. Like, well, for me, at least I'm, I'm a couple hundred miles away from you guys. And at least we talk in video games and stuff, but we're never about like anything special other than what hero's character you're going to pick. So that's, you know, somehow doing a podcast, it's much easier to like talk to people. Or like recording it instead of a phone call. That's good shit. It, I, I think it might just flip a switch in your brain. Yeah. Because we could have these conversations without recording it. But like we but come we... into it with a target conversation. And I think that exactly. personally helps me a lot. Like I, I got notes here. I got I got a format. <laughs> you know, this is what I need for a phone call. Like get, tell me the points to hit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I really enjoy the concept of listening to random things all day, like I do on podcasts, and coming up with weird questions, and then asking your guys' opinion on it. Yeah. Because exactly. you can't just bring up... I, I talk about podcasts all the time, probably more than I should with people, but it's <laughs> it's awkward. You can't have a normal conversation where you're like, ah, you see, I was listening to this podcast, here's 20 minutes of background on what this podcast is, and they have this <laughs> one point that I want you to your opinion on. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I will say um, the caveat, the opposite on the spectrum of Hayden is, and I lie somewhere in the middle on the phone call spectrum, is my friend Al, who I've mentioned a few times. He's the Sam Harris disciple. We talked a little bit about him before. That's Al. Um, but it's, yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So Al is a 100% phone call guy. 100%. I, the, so the first day we, we were in our MBA program together, the first day we met, we met at orientation. We're like, we chat, we hit it off right away. Like him and I are great friends. Um, and we exchange numbers because that's what you do when you're meeting all these new people, you all want to connect. So, okay. So I gave him my number. He called me that night to chat. Oh man. Just to chat. Just to chat. Just to chat. And he nope. does this to everyone, wow. but he just, he just called and I, I don't, you don't get phone calls from people anymore. And I think that's why this disconnect between phone calls happens with a lot of people. It's because why are you calling me? <laughs> why? And I remember I was, I, I got, I was, I got the call and I see his name pop up and I'm like, Oh, he's probably butt dialing me. No, why would he, but he, no, no, that doesn't happen anymore. Okay. I'll, I'll pick up. And so our first conversation is just like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, good, man. What's going on? What's up? What, what you have some, what, like, what do you, like, I assumed he needed something or something. It's like, no, no, just, you know, uh, how, how did they go? Like, like we had, like, that chat you and Courtney had. What a champion. Yeah, it, I yeah, love this so much. Yeah, it's crazy. And he doesn't just do it with me. And we're really close friends. Like, we still, he still calls me all the time. And, but he, uh, he does it with everyone, not everyone in the cohort, mostly his friends, but he calls everyone, won't text. He'll try the call first. And if you, if you don't hang, if you don't pick up, he'll say, call me. Oh God, that that's yeah. that's a no go. I don't like that. But if, if I got a text, he doesn't do as much anymore. With like not important, but yeah. call me to chat. Like if Hayden sent me a text message and said call me, my first thought was someone died. I'm calling Hayden right totally, now. Like, totally. yeah. like if I called you like three times, all missed, and then yeah. was like call me. Yeah. 
You know what's even funnier is now I know when he calls, like sometimes I'm in the middle, I'll call him back. He's just trying to chat. Yeah. Right. And so he won't hit me with the call me anymore, but he will call and I'm not trying to ding Al. I love Al, but he will call me. Like he'll try me in the morning, for example. And if I don't pick up whatever, and then he'll try me again later. So he he doesn't give up. There's no like, nice. oh, wait for him to call me back. It's like, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. <laughs> this is so endearing. I like this a lot. As Andrew practices reading Harry Potter, I want to try calling people. This is like should, I, motivating honestly, me to be a better person. It's kind of I'm going to start with Jeff because he's shaking his head. I hate my, my sister and I do it a little more. We'll just, we'll just chat on the phone sometimes. It's good. Yeah. It's a good way to catch up. And boy, is it quick. You know, you don't have to text back and forth for four days. You're just... There's our 15-minute call. We're good. You're good. I feel You're like done. I got to preface. I'm not like filling the void by texting. I'm also garbage at texting. I just like seeing people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. And if I could choose anything, I'd always choose seeing people in person, of course. That's yeah. just not the case. What else, boys? What else I, you guys say about quick questions? I got a quick question for you guys. Oh, boy. Do you guys have like an internet happy place? Like you like are on Reddit and there's a bunch of pictures of like people doing dumb shit and then you like look at the news and the news is all troublesome and like you're i don't know you need like a you need like a go-to to just like take your mind off of bullshit like do you have that spot that you go to yes what i do it? what is it i don't love my answer i'm so excited <laughs> no it's just uninteresting okay what oh. is it my happy place on the internet what i'll do if i just want to mindlessly enjoy myself like just pure enjoyment is I go to a website called bringatrailer.com and it is a car auction web and I will just go through and look at all the beautiful cars I can't afford that are being auctioned and fantasize about bidding on one of them for hours. Or I'll go look at expensive car parts I can't afford for my car. And I I just, it's just like bliss. I just like like doing it. I like they, all the, the, all the cars for sale have like 150 pictures and I'll look at all of them. Sometimes multiple times. <laughs> That's awesome. I never would yeah. have guessed that. That's amazing. This is such a good answer. Yeah. It's really I feel fun. like I can't answer this correctly because a lot of my like escaping the internet Reddit hole of depression is uh, going outside and doing something. But if I had to pick an internet happy place, I watch a lot more than I'd like to admit of StarCraft II commentary videos, professional <laughs> StarCraft II games. I watch the commentary of the pro games. God, I fucking love it. It's so good. We I'm have so, not talked about such, your StarCraft thing. It's and we such do a need niche. to touch on it. It's so deep. It's No one understands what's going on. And there's professional people who are casting professional games. And I'm so into it. I don't even watch football, but I, I love this more than I should. <laughs> You, you, the you don't even play StarCraft man. anymore, right? But you're still like... No, I don't even play. I haven't I haven't played a game of StarCraft in like three years. <laughs> I, I tried like three years ago to start playing again, and I didn't enjoy it. It's like one of those things like Age of Empires 2. If you try to join now, everyone's so good, you just get crushed immediately. Yeah. But that is a game you have to be heavily in practice for. Yeah. I used to be shit. good at one point, and therefore I, I've kept up with the, the pro commentary on it. And it's it's like a perfect, uh, you know, it's kind of like that Twitch space of just the perfect content. Yeah. I don't think that's that crazy because much like professional sports, I don't want to go out and play tackle football, but I will watch NFL content for literally an entire day every week because I love the sport. <laughs> Much like how you love StarCraft. It's okay to love something but not partake in it. That's the yeah, you're point not of, of professional uh, sports and esports. I do that with Overwatch too. 
like sometimes I'll watch pro overwatch games and, and because I love watching super high level gameplay, same with the same with sports. It's the same, that same niche. It's just, you found that satisfaction through Starcraft. At some point we got to have a whole episode about gaming due to it a lot. But Hayden, yeah. you used to be fucking phenomenal at Starcraft, like not a joke player, right? Like uh, you, were, you were high in the ranks, weren't you? Well, like Diamond League, but it's not like that there's like Masters League above that. Like I wasn't anywhere near where you start making money on it. Well, no, no, I was no, highly ranked, but as not... a casual player, though, you were very good, like vastly yeah. above average. I remember, Jeff, remember you came over to our apartment when we lived together. We put Hayden. Hayden was playing on his computer. We we mirrored it onto the TV so we could watch him play. Oh yeah, for StarCraft Two when it like first came out, right? Or like not long. Oh after no, it this came was out? this was deep into StarCraft Two. When did StarCraft Two came out? Anyway, I just remember having my tits blown off by how fast and good you were. I just couldn't believe the things that I, I didn't know. A I didn't know what was going on. It's just like colors, and I, I was like having a seizure, and then suddenly like oh I won, and I was like what <laughs> what. <laughs> Yeah, that it was, was so weird to me because we've known you for so long, but I'd never seen you play StarCraft before. It was like this hidden hobby that you'd... Not that you kept it from us, but it was just like, Hayden, why didn't you... We could have been doing this together. Like, what from is like it? Really early, where you're like your first games, like StarCraft was like right there in the, the really early ages of gaming. And I just kept with it through high school, you know, instead of talking to people or anything like that. <laughs> but we were on a team together and I never knew about this. Like... <laughs> We were hung out together almost every day, and I didn't know that this passion was around. Also, to double down on that conversation we had before about individual sports versus team sports, of course Hayden was a diamond player at one of the biggest esports where it's just you. Oh, yeah. You like, know? are there duos leagues or anything in StarCraft, or is it always... I mean, there definitely are, like, 2v2 and 4v4 matches, and they're, they're entertaining, but it, it changes the game set so much. I bet. That, like... You know, strategies that are viable in 1v1 it, it, it are just completely different than 2v2 strategies. But, sure. like, you'd expect that. Like, let's, let's say you were playing football, and then you just added two more teams in. It's 2v2 football. With, and the tw field's twice as big. That would be amazing. I've actually theorized about a football where you have two football fields that make, like, an, uh, like a, a, a plus sign, and you have four teams playing but you're only playing against two teams. Like, so the same two teams. <laughs> so randomly at the middle of the field, yes. There would just be four teams trying to make plays as they're all trying to do stuff. Oh, do they have to start plays at the same time then? Uh, no, it's just the two games are happening independently, but they intersect. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be most concerned for those refs that have to, like, run across oh, those dead. two they'd fields. Be yeah. <laughs> the sideline refs are like, this is the 10-yard line, and they, like, put up their stake in the middle of the other team's play. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is what makes the game great. This is like me theorizing about uh, full contact cross country, which I always thought would be a great sport. It would be a bit more like rugby than actual playing. You'd have like the runners who would sprint out and then turn around and try to take out other people. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's good. still beautiful. Fully open cross country course, seven player teams, but like full contact. You could just grab the people next to you at the starting line, like no rules. Oh, I love that. That would be an Olympic sport so fast. <laughs> I want to see about it. it. Then people would be bulking for it, too. They'd be like, yeah. well, I gotta get big. I can't get tackled, you know? Then you'd have to differentiate. There would be, like, the linemen. It would turn into, like, a Quidditch-style, like, different role scenario. Defend, defend the runner. Defend the runner. And then you just have, like, huge dudes that have pretty good cardio running alongside you to play D. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> 
What a great game. We should be making sports. That's what we should be doing. I think we have some really solid ideas. Yeah, fuck but the Jeff, Marvel tell thing. Us a, yeah, it's, Jeff, it's just tell what everybody wants right now. Place, everybody's Jeff. like, we need more tackle sports. Guys, this is what we want. Like the head injury thing? No, Brain no, injury. No, no. Brain injury. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, no. Bad. I do want to hear what what is your happy place on the internet, Jeff? Uh, mine is so boring compared to your guys's. I I didn't I didn't expect this. Mine is literally just the me in real life subreddit. Like I don't oh. know what it is about the humor on there, but it's just so spot on to what I love. Like every third post will just like make me laugh out loud and and pretty happy about it. I don't know. That's... I that is an all time subreddit. And if you look at Reddit's popularity pre and post me in real life becoming a subreddit it's it, they gained so many users i don't really? remember the numbers you should just look up the reddit user history and they there's there's the graph has got to be out there yeah but they show like certain things that happened like one of them was obama doesn't ask me anything and that raised their user rate like crazy and then me in real life release it's like a massive spike <laughs> it's crazy that's, uh that's so but I, I don't blame man that's a great subreddit it's funny yeah. it is it's good so memes. Good. Memes That's are fun. Memes. I have yeah. a question. Uh, do you have a preference between me in real life and me? I forget the syntax. Me underscore in real life? Yeah. yeah. You so know how your, there's two? Yeah. yeah. One's like, one claims that they they don't let edgy memes on. The underscore one says no edgy memes. And the other one is like, edgy memes are okay, I think. I I like the me underscore in real life one. I think it's the OG and the it other is. one like makes fun of it sometimes and i'm not in for that i just want pure like self-deprecating humor i don't need this like meta this subreddit is better than that subreddit like i'm not into that i just want yeah i, I agree feel like you. you could teach a college course on that subreddit where you, where you give like a timeline and you're like okay and then this was the period for four days everyone posted pictures of people eating lettuce and this <laughs> yeah. is why we're gonna backtrack it to the cause there's so much and there's it's also good. like to me for me for me in real life oh to me in real life for me in real life yeah Deep i cut. call that bad boy too yeah it's all just They're depression all good, memes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean some of them i'm like Oh, you should get some help. And then some of them are like that's very funny. So it's a it's a tough one to follow, but it's 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 also pretty spot on and good. Yeah. Reddit's just oh wow wow such a hole of entertainment. Love Reddit. It is. I mean, you can't trust anything said on there. Everything's a lie. Assume right. everything's a lie, even if it's fact check. Just it's a lie. Sometimes it's just like a deep, dark, depressing place. Like some, it is. I don't yeah. Know, sometimes I gotta cut myself. Yeah. Sometimes Reddit gets on these things. Like they, they get on something and they won't let it go and they'll strangle it to death and you just it's just the worst <laughs> time to be on Reddit. It's just it's the bad. internet to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime there's a presidential election, it's hard to be on Reddit. Yeah. I'll say that. Oh. And it's but anyway. Well that's good. That's yeah. good stuff. I think we all have nice holes. Yeah. Nice beautiful holes for our for our happy entertainment value. Well well listen, we're we're at the ninety minute mark. We we have some listener mail. We... What is our listener mail? Do you wanna? I hate. I kind of want to give this segment to you. You created this email address for us. So logging on, we have our first user email. Uh, do, I'm not sure we know this person. Do you, Do you know a Courtney, a Buchit, a Courtney Buchit, a Courtney Buchit? Hi, Tangent Questers. Love that title, by the way. Great podcast. I like hearing about the podcast. Most of them I haven't listened to, so it's fun to hear your opinions on them. 
It's nice to have different opinions and playful banter. Ooh, banter. But maybe even more entertaining than the podcast reviews are the tangents. I've even learned some things, like pros and cons of Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, question for you all. In the tangent episode about Harry Potter, shout out to the terrific guest, Allie. You discussed how Andrew's sister and presumably all young females reading slash watching Harry Potter wanted to become Hermione. So if you were to choose a Harry Potter character to be, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Great podcast. Can't wait for the next tangent quest. Andrew, yeah, let's start with you because really Jeff had too much time I, to talk I, about. I wish I would have started the book so I could be like, I know it. I know which one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for you to pick oh, a character man. that I mean, you don't, I don't know. The thing is, I don't know the story, so I don't know what where people end up. Uh, None of these are characters. I want a character. I don't want, want you, know, you know who I'd be? You know who I'd realistically be? Some Hufflepuff unknown <laughs> and 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 i i would just I, I would be the guy in the background just going oh oh <laughs> like every time I, I i i would be the middle class hufflepuff the hat wouldn't even get put on my head it would get you would be like hufflepuff <laughs> I'd be like, yeah there we go yeah the c plus of uh, uh hogwarts houses Andrew, I really want you to take there's a which Harry Potter house are you quiz online that's very popular. We should all take it. I yeah, I think we should all take it and report back all next right. week. Yeah, we'll do that next. We'll add it to the section where I start reading. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. Andrew's Harry Potter corner. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's. I'm glad I got there, a corner Andrew. finally. Yeah. I've got another idea for a corner we can talk about after this, but yeah. Um... Well, hold on. Who who are you guys? Who are you guys? Why don't you go? What you got, Hayden? I feel like Jeff has uh, had a little bit of more time to think about this question than the rest of us. But, no, I um, honestly hadn't read this email until just now, but I do know who I would be. I, well, I'm going to tell you who I think I might be and then tell you who I think Jeff would be. All right. I think I want to be the cool person, but that's none of the main characters. I want to be Sirius Black. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Because it's a cool name and he's a hippogriff, which I like, and, and he's just an all-around good dude. I can't wait to find out what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Isn't he that he's Harry's stepfather? I'm really pulling from like remembering these books from when he, I read them. I in thought he was his godfather. Middle school? Thank stepfather. you. Stepfather. What? Whatever. Godfather. <laughs> You're right. Stepfather. <laughs> that means you know, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Jeff is Hagrid. I don't know why. Maybe it's the hair. Ooh, I would be Hagrid. Dibs. No, it's too late, Andrew. I would definitely be Hagrid. Hagrid's the best. Uh, was he's that like, actually yours? Of course. Yeah, he's got like his ah! own. He's got his own little place, like way off in like this nice, like he's got like a huge piece of land. He's got he's got gardens. He gets all these like cool. He's got a big dog. Yeah, fucking Hagrid, man. Hagrid's got it going on. Fucking Hagrid. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be Hagrid? Good point. I want to be Hagrid too. He definitely gets down in that house. He's like hanging, chilling, chopping trees for no reason. Yeah. Doing just chilling massive human stuff i would also intimidate people with my massive stature yeah i would i would i would like be like oh you got magic check out this body mass boy <laughs> Isn't... i also want to respond to courtney and ask who she would be yeah i would like yeah. to follow up as well who would she be i i think she's hermione i bet you she would say oh, hermione. Man. <laughs> it seems yeah, like sure. it every scientist i'm sure wanted to be hermione like right yeah that's what i'm saying she that's what I'm saying. Like, it was not an insult to say that a lot of girls want to be hermione she was very no. smart very good at what she did and she was cool and a fun character i don't blame people for wanting to be hermione yeah 
Doesn't Sirius Black also turn into like a, a werewolf sometimes? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. That'd be pretty. That's cool. why he's the hippogriff, right? Because he can turn into shit. No, but I really love this segment. So uh, <laughs> just keep going. Oh boy. Ellie's gonna be well, listening to this segment and being like really upset. <laughs> I would like to update my answer after I read the book. All right. We'll ask you next. We'll ask you every week. Who would you be? <laughs> Perfect. Quick, 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 quick,